Yes, what is the crack, folks? So, big welcome back to Why Didn't They Teach Us This in School, the podcast from me, Mick McDermott, and also my co-host, Mike Finnegan. So, Mike, just on last week's our last episode, we've had a bit of feedback, and we're just sort of chatting off her, and we're nearly... Well, we're chatting off her for maybe 15 minutes or we're like, we just need to get started here because I feel like we go off on so many tangents. So you can give us an update from your end. How's all been in Vancouver and any any insights from the last the last episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm good, first of all. Um, welcome everyone that's listening. Uh, yeah, it is funny because... Sometimes we go down, we go down rabbit holes of, of, of chatting and, and chatting and chatting and chatting. And after we're thinking, geez, we, we've just used all the topics for the podcast. We could have been recording there. And, uh, you know, you always feel sometimes it's, it's, it's that much more natural when it's not being recorded and you can just talk, yeah. talk to you feel. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I hopefully we, it'll, it'll come out good in the podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm in a good, good headspace at the moment. Um, so just an update from last time I was talking, I guess, uh, I've just started my, 10 to 12 week diet for summer okay and i know it's 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 an interesting one like people always think jesus dieting and all this is it's a negative thing but i always love the standards it brings me um i feel like i'm, I'm good at it but i also I, lo- I love the i love the i suppose i love the i don't know excitement it gives me the growth i i get each week um ticking boxes the standards that it brings up such as my food quality my sleep my maybe avoidance of some negative behavior such as alcohol which i have been doing way too much of lately and it's been negatively affecting me but most yeah. of all like I, I love i love building like um i love building like day by day by day and just building that momentum because it impacts every single thing in my life so so positively when i'm actually looking after himself like the, the diet is one thing okay losing body fat is one thing but i always think of it as actual like looking after myself better and when i'm looking after myself better everything else that i'm really really excited about and value they all go better um especially when it comes to business and stuff so yeah i mean i'm in a good place but like if you were talking to me on monday today being friday if you were talking to me on monday i would i wouldn't have been in this headspace because i was just after a weekend of too much drinking saturday night um overeating on on sunday no one i was i was starting my diet on monday then yeah. sluggish on monday and then just feeling like almost a divide between the person i am truly at heart and the person i was acting at the weekend sometimes so it's like this 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 guy monday to friday is like this you know like authentic inspiring coach and i'm always putting stuff out there but then I, I get this divide sometimes this connects myself at the weekend when I when I drink too much and and then it, it turns into you know a day of, of overeating in the next day and then trying to get back into things on Monday and I'm giving advice to other people so yeah, yeah there's definitely disconnect but what I'm excited about now is I'm going to be really pulling back on the alcohol for for a while and I'm really just gonna like just just lean into this whole process because straight away this week like I'm I'm on top of the world like since since Wednesday I would say on top of the world in terms of my energy um, in terms of just my personal standards, my excitement every day to get up and, and do things. So yeah, look, it's 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 good. Obviously, it's it's um, a short term thing, but it's it's what it brings me more than anything. Yeah, and like I suppose the big thing that I would um, jump in there and say is like it's probably going to be music to people's ears to hear that. Okay, right, you as a coach doing this full time as your job, helping other people, also has that disconnected weekends because it's one of the biggest things that a lot of struggle with, but also. I suppose to highlight, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it's not about the weight loss that or the losing the body fat that your standards raise. It's nearly like 
it's a knock on it's a byproduct of the weight loss comes as a byproduct of you sleeping better and eating better and moving more which is then only going to benefit your energy and stuff is that fair to say yeah 110 percent. and it's it, it, it's a funny one right because i was i was actually my my my, my brain was going 90 this week with content i was very excited and i was getting lots of like oh that's a great that's a great content piece you've loads of topic ideas sent food over there makes you had the juices were flowing the juices were flowing that was only, that was only one that was, that was only three or four i had i had about 10 10 to 12 this week just thinking about them but one thing one thing i was thinking to myself i've kind of lost my trail here now, that's 10 podcasts sorted then <laughs> 10 podcasts started yeah once uh once once i can um take off the first one today without without, without talking through every one of them um so the, the the thing i was i was saying to myself right is in the past i would be very much of the mindset of oh, i can't wait to get there i can't wait to get there i can't wait to get to that position where i'm a at 10 percent body fat i'm on the beach with my six pack and i'm feeling good and confidence is up sun's beaming and there, there's a bit of that in, in the background like in the background like i'm excited for that for sure but there was i, I was thinking this 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 week myself i was like every single person that comes to me and probably comes to you as well like they always just want to be there. They always want to be at the end. And I said to myself, if I was to click my fingers right now and get that end goal body that I'm going to get by me, I wouldn't I wouldn't be happy. And people would be thinking, what do you mean you wouldn't be happy? Why would you not just take out all the effort? I was like, no, I, I absolutely love the progress. Like my, I'd say one of my highest values is actually starting somewhere and progressing at something. And, and I, even more so when I value it. So the way I was kind of like kind of trying to use an analogy is just like think think of every single day that you take off. Like I put down on my on my stories today, I was like, it's day five of seventy, I think, of the 10, 10 weeks, so seventy days. So every single day is like a brick um onto that wall, onto your foundation. Yeah. And you're gonna build it and build it and build it and build it. And you're gonna look back after and go, Jesus, see the progress I've just made. And you look back and there'll be ups and downs, I'm sure, like with, with everyone, I'll have ups and downs as well, but you look back with absolute pride and joy that you you did something like that and the end result will mean all that much more to you because you had to go through that and like i said because as i build my foundations it's impacting everything else in my life positively and this is probably one of the key takeaways i want want people to get in this podcast is like you want to you want to look at all the other areas that are being affected by the standards you're setting when you're losing body fat because too many people just focus on the body fat oh wait's not down i'm i'm failing this is stupid i'm going to stop as opposed to looking at all the positive that's happened. Like I get so many clients that like they'll start like exercising regularly, feel good because of that they're socializing more, they have more energy in general, their production, um, their productivity and work is up, their feel good factor is up, they're feeling better, they're looking better. All these positives that are coming with it. But then sometimes the weight the weight will stall. And it's like, yeah, oh, the weight stalled. This isn't working anymore. I'm not happy. And it's like, wait a minute, all these positive things are happening. Why don't you just focus in on doing what you need to do? Of course, if the weight stalls and something needs to change, you need something needs to change. But all this other stuff, you don't throw that away just because the weight stopped. This is all good stuff. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Like, and, and and I feel like if someone can can think about that on their journey, it's like just don't be focusing on the weight only. It's not, not that you have to forget about the weight, but focus in on all the positives that you're getting from it. And I can tell you that even just four or five days in from this, and this weekend's going to be a big test because I'm going to be very quiet this weekend. And I'm very excited because I said this to my girlfriend recently. I was like. I, I cannot remember the last Sunday where I actually had a Sunday. Like I was sleeping. I slept for three, four hours on Sunday during the day. And then I, uh, I went for food, got up, slept for three or four hours, then just fucking laid around for the evening and then was into Monday. And it's like You're just fucked, aren't you? It's yeah. amazing. Like and that's 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 one of my days gone in the week. Do you know where I could be out doing stuff? 
So this week I've, I've, I've literally committed to, I think it's supposed to snow here actually, but I've literally committed to having a productive weekend. So I'm going to go skiing. Um, I'm probably going to go socializing, but I'm going to do it in a much better manner. So yeah, sorry for the ramble, but that's, that's basically in a nutshell. No, but that all makes sense. And do you know one thing that I was going to say there is like one, you're talking about the process and actually if someone says you can skip just to the end goal, it's like someone saying to you, you have two options. I'll hand you a million quid, a million euro now. Or you can build a business and or do something that you're passionate about and make a million pound, but you still get a million pound at the end of it. Mm. Like, what would you want to take? Do you know what I mean? And the majority of the people will be like, oh, yeah, well, I'll take the one or actually build something I'm passionate about because you're going to be more proud. Like, how many times do you hear of millionaires becoming depressed and miserable because it's not actually about the money. It's literally about what is the stepping stone, as you said, what have you built to get to there? So, yeah, I completely agree with that, man. So, I suppose it's we can take this in whatever direction you want. I know you have a couple of topics that you had uh, top of mind. So, what's what's on uh, top of mind over in Vancouver with you? Yeah, like, I suppose the big one is it's kind of follows on from this, but it's it's the whole thing of controlling the controllable. So, for me this week, right, it was very much a case of, like, okay, what can I do each day like I said, building bricks, what can I do each day to tick the boxes to bring myself back up to a good state? And like, I, I found myself doing this a lot over the last couple of months where like I'd be building myself up all week and then only to knock myself down the weekend and then start again on Monday. And like, I, I feel like this is a really, really, really like common thing for most people. So I think a lot of people relate to this. You're like on, on Friday, you're feeling this huge high and you're like, what a productive week that was. And I've, I've done really, really well. But then come Sunday, you're a shell of that person. You're like, how is that person the same person? Like that 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 mindset I had on Friday to where I am now, it's like there's two different people in my head. So for me, right, it's just when I said on Monday, I was like, okay, for this journey now, I'm gonna just control the controllables. And when I when I when I say that, I'm just gonna like do the things I can do on a daily basis to bring myself up. And we talked about last time because I know we, t- we said this before we came on about like action over feelings. So take an action mm-hmm. consistently and the right things until you start to feel momentum, until you start to feel good. Because if I had acted out of feelings on Monday, I would have said middle day. <laughs> That's the truth of the matter. Um, and yeah, for me, like it's just really like, again, acting from a place of vision. Okay, how do I want to feel Monday evening? How do I want to feel going to bed on Monday evening? How do I want to feel at the end of the week? So the way I'm feeling right now... Yeah, like who's your future self going to thank you for the most, I suppose? 100%. That, that's a perfect, perfect way of putting it. Because like, if I had taught myself on Monday morning, right, you act from a place of vision. On Friday, on Friday, we'll be talking to Mick and we'll be absolutely flying and we'll be feeling good and we'll be telling everyone mm-hmm. about a great week. That would be me on Monday. Like, okay, let's do it. I'm acting from a place of vision, not from a place of feeling, because feelings are obviously dictated by what I did on Sunday and, and Saturday. And that's not a good thing. And Monday comes with its own, like, obviously, like, I don't know, maybe low mood because of the fact that it's Monday sometimes. And it's just ingrained in us. So, yeah, so basically control the controllables. And, like, it's something I just really want to emphasize to people listening because you work with lots, lots of clients, Mick, and I work with lots of clients. And what I can tell you, like, and I won't go into detail, but different stories and stuff, but, like, I've had definitely six to eight conversations this week of of different clients who are really struggling with personal stresses they're all different stresses but they're still stresses and i suppose when we're in our own world we always feel like our stress is the only stress and our stress is harder than everyone else's stress 
And yes, look, of course, like I'm not, not downplaying anyone's stress because there's loads of things that are going on that are, are, are tough. Like things, things can be shit at times. But what I would say to that is like control the controllables. If you let, if you keep letting external stresses dictate your personal standards, your stresses are going to become bigger and greater and greater and greater and greater. And you're going to become a victim to them because your personal standards are all you have like your health, your energy, your just overall well-being, that's all you have. And without that, without them foundations, you're not dealing with any stress at any day. And every stress that comes your way is going to feel like a mountain. So control the controllables. Do what you can do in given your given situation. Keep your foundations of, of, of wellness there. And any stress that come your way, just, just do what you can do with them. Some things are out of your control. Some external factors you can't deal with but you can there, there's like you can always 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 look after yourself and that's that's the key thing here you can always always look after yourself and like i i i, I always do gratitude every morning and i wrote something this morning which was i suppose sometimes i'm writing for the sake of writing but sometimes i'm writing because i feel it but this morning i wrote i wrote yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it out to you right so basically what i said is i'm grateful for the strength i have my skills knowledge ability to walk and the reason i put that in is because i actually saw someone in a wheelchair yesterday and it made me think to myself you know i i totally totally like don't appreciate my ability to do the simple things like even just being able to it's walk. just a perspective shift oh, isn't it like absolutely like and i went for i went for a run yesterday and all i could think of oh, i can't wait till it's over i can't wait till it's over and looking back in an hour like i actually loved the run when i did it but before i didn't want to do it like and looking back now yeah how amazing is it that i can run I can play sport. I can do all these things. I'm, you know, I'm fully there mentally, like all these amazing things. So that was why I put in that ability to walk and to do simple things in life. And the last line, which, which kind of, it just came out and I just didn't even think too much about it, but it was like, life is good when you see it. And like, again, coming back to what you said there, make it like perspective. Like life is good when you see it. But if you said that to me on Monday, I'd be like negative, cynical, negative, cynical. And it's very hard to get out of that spiral until you actually start to just, again, look after yourself and build the foundations. And this isn't to say life's always going to look great to you and it's always going to be great. But if there is things in your life that you're doing that are sabotaging you consistently, which I was at the weekend, um, then that's on you. And that, that's that's something you need to change. No one else can do that for you. You can act the victim and you can say, oh, well, look, life's circumstances, this and that. Life's terrible. The country's going to be fucking, you know going into going into the recession all this all this stuff that we tell ourselves and all this negative stuff you can tell yourself that but at the end of the day all you have is you and all you have is your wellness so start with that yeah 100% Mike and do you know what it was the the thing about perspective really landed with me there like <laughs> well there's two things that landed I was in a co-working uh, place earlier there in Belfast and I was like getting worked up about some things with uh, work and I went into the canteen and there's a TV in the canteen and I was just sitting down eating my lunch. And then, like, on the TV, <clears throat> the news was on. I was just showing the scenes uh, in Ukraine. It was, like, a year anniversary of the war. And I was just like, fuck me. I'm sitting here complaining about, you know, a few stresses and work. Hmm. Imagine being in a war-torn country. You know what I mean? It just sort of really humbled me. You know, Google, like, right, cop the fuck on, Mick. Your problems, they're valid, yes. But at the same time, someone else in a different uh, country is a whole lot worse off. So it just gave me a perspective shift to go here, right? I'm actually lucky to have these problems. I'm lucky to be in a place where I don't need to be fleeing, you know, for safety. So I think perspective massive, so it is, man. So yeah, that's, that's really landed with me. 
absolutely and uh, you, that that is so so true Mick. and it, it comes back to again it comes back to the stress right the stress is always there you're always going to have stresses and the degree of how that stress affects you or how it seems to you is always going to be on your mindset like if i had got a stress on a mon- on monday like be it business or otherwise i would have felt like it was it was another thing added to my you know feeling of, of being really really down already and now, if I, if I get stressed today, I feel like I'll just be able to deal with it better. Like, it's still going to affect me, but it's going to, I'm going to be able to deal with it better. And a lot of the times, we always have to look, we have to look inwards and see, right, look, all the stresses we have in life, like, and that we perceive to have in life, they only affect us to the degree that we let them affect us. And, like, that, it comes back yeah. to the whole thing of controlled controllables. Like, that stress that you have, right? At the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, right, what can I do about this stress? Take a step back, take a breath, accept that it's there. Like, and again, we're all human. We we all go through this. This isn't us being better than than anyone listening here. We all go through this. But at the end of the day, it's up to us to change things. So it's like, take a step back, ask yourself this situation. Okay, like, what can you control in the situation? What are your options? And basically from there, do what you can do. And the the rest of it, just let it play out. Just absolutely let it play out because the more and more and more we think about it and overstress about like all the things that are, that are, that are, that are going wrong, the more it's just going to affect everything else in our life. And, and then that, like you said, we haven't got any problems as such. Like we have problems, like small problems for ourselves, but in the grand scheme of things, we don't we're like the pro I guess one of the biggest problems, Mick, and like we're going down a kind of rabbit hole here, but the one of the biggest problems is expectations. Like if we were to go back to like very, very simple times, like what do we need as humans? Do you know, we need food, we need shelter, we need um, maybe like connection, you know, like all, all the like actual human needs. They're the things we actually need. Um, but because of maybe like the way we've, we, we've, the society has gone, we, we always need more now. We, we need more and more and more and more and more. And with more <laughs> comes more stress because the more you take on, the more you, more you stress. So like that, that's something you have to say to yourself as well. If you're stressed about your mortgage, you have to accept that. Okay, well, you're one decide to get the house. You know, if you're stressed about a relationship, you have to say, well, look, you're the one that decided to go into that relationship. And if that relationship is going poorly, you obviously have a, a role in it as well. You may not um, be, be, be in that relationship as well as you should be. Or maybe you're letting someone walk all over you. So, again, all these things are decisions that we make, um, but we blame and become victims to life when it happens. hundred percent. And I guess I could go off on a fucking, not a rant, but I feel like sometimes, like, like people don't actually see that there and go like hold on this is your decisions that's led you down that path like for example i felt like shit on monday after a drink fueled weekend for my brother stag but that was self-inflicted so i could not blame anyone else i had to just accept the consequences you know and get on with it but then as you said like one thing that like people can relate to maybe <clears throat> listen to this like i'm not married and you're not married but we haven't even bit of that stage where we're planning weddings and stuff and the financial outgoing that come with it and the stress and that there but it's people's choice do you know what I mean and people might be like no 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 I disagree but that's honestly that's my opinion in the sense that and it might be an unpopular opinion but I'm like if you choose to have a wedding of x hundred people or all these fancy things at your wedding but that's your choice yes it's uh your one big day or it could be your big fancy house or your fancy car whatever it is but you have chosen to go down that route so you have to accept the consequences that go with it do you know what i mean and it's like me giving off about the stresses of business i'm like i have to accept that because if i want to have my own business the the decisions are going to lie with you do you know what i mean so 
if I want to have less stress, then go and work a job where you just go to the manager with those problems. Do you know what I mean? I think it's, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, and this is what I've had to call myself out on. I'm like, it's like, it's normal day to day life. You're going to have stresses, but it's your choices that lead you to your stresses in terms of what have you actually signed up to. If you signed up to pay a mortgage they can't afford, that's your own fault. Like it's, that sounds blunt, but within reason, outside of the whole recession thing, obviously. But if you signed up to a big massive house that you probably couldn't afford even before the recession, I'm like, it was naivety. Or if it was, say for it's like me taking on too much workload or too many clients, and then I can't actually fulfill that, and my business falls apart. That's my responsibility, and that's you know it's up to me to sort of you know take that on. So I don't know if that makes sense, and I don't know if that's fair. You can that's give me your opinion. Absolutely, but- fair, yeah. I really, I really, I really honestly think like that's the way we need to start thinking. And I know it's not always easy. Like I, it comes back as again, Mick, to like how you're feeling in the moment because it's easy to take extreme ownership. There, that, that's actually the term for that as well. It's extreme ownership, basically. You take ownership. Yeah, or maybe it's a bit too extreme. I don't know, Mike. Like, but at the same time, within reason, like you don't need to be berating yourself. But you know, within yeah, reason, but, you have to but, accept your choices. But that, that's but but see, that, that's the key here now, right? And this is, we could go in again. We could go into this in absolute depth. But like when the extreme ownership term is, I, I think it was phrased or phrased or coined by um, oh, I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. He has an Jocko Willock. Jocko Willock. He's um an extreme. Yes, I've heard of him. I think yeah, but extreme. I think his book is called. He's very extreme. So he is now, isn't he? He's extreme, right? But the whole idea of extreme ownership was empowerment, and that like you take extreme ownership for everything that happens. If someone does something to you, it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to to own that. Okay, because at the end of the day you it, you're the one that's accepting like let's just say someone does something to you and you're down about it like it's your responsibility to to like respond to that so like if, if you're feeling down about it that that's you that's on you like that, that's you're you're down about that because something did it to you but you take ownership so you get the power back and by taking extreme ownership of these things we just we get out of the victim mentality and like again this is probably be an unpopular like statement as well but we love being victims we absolutely love being Massive. victims at times people are like, oh, I'm too hard on myself. But there, again, there, there's there's a little bit of kind of, there's a little bit of people that are like, yeah, but that's who I am. That's my identity. And that's who, that's what, that's what I do. So I'm really hard on myself. It's almost softens the blow for someone that's been hard on me. Do you know what? It's kind of that, that kind of way. Like if, well, if I'm really hard on myself and I'm always talking down to myself, at least if someone else talks down to me, it won't be as bad because I do it anyway. And it, it, again, it's, it's like a defense mechanism that we use. A hundred percent. When when we talk extreme ownership, it's it's a case of again, it's not about oh I'm 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 responsible for this. It's my fault. It's my fault. And then you beat yourself up because then that that's just being a victim again. You're beating yourself up for that. That's not what we mean. It's like you take extreme ownership by by accepting that it's in your hands that you can change things, and it's up to you to respond to it. And I, I guess again, it's always that that balance. I've actually got um the our in house mindset coach that works works with our community. She's doing um, a talk this coming Monday. And actually, anyone listening back to this podcast, this podcast won't be released till the Wednesday after. But if anyone listening to this podcast would like me to send on the replay of the podcast, I will happily do that because she's amazing. But her workshop's called um, Be Your Own Best Friend. So we we're, we, nice. we we contrast each other very well in that like I try to push my clients and really help them to get out of victimhood. But she kind of balances that out then with 
okay, we need to be our own best friends. So we need to, you know, be less hard on ourselves all the time, talking down to ourselves all the time and, and all these other things we talked about. So, you know, there is, there is a time and a place for that as well. And I guess just, just coming full circle, make to what we talked about at the start and like creating your foundations and looking after yourself and your wellness and everything in order to be at your best. What we're talking about, even, even today, I feel like without the foundations, like if this, again, if this was me on Monday, I wouldn't have as much conviction in what I'm saying right now. And that's the truth of the matter. I'd be, I'd be yeah. thinking about it more. I'd be seeing him. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's, it's amazing. Or maybe this, this, this forum helps us because there's no one there to to rebuttal us. So we're just talking to each other. And like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, oh, like there's probably a lot of people listening to this would be like, ready to pick up the phone going now I completely disagree but again that's a, that's cool because I feel like we live in a world nowadays where people don't actually want to say their true opinion because yeah. they're too scared you know yeah. so sorry no, I cut across. no, no you're, you're right I, like, I, I totally agree but again maybe that would change how we're talking again and just coming back yeah coming back like, like I said full circle building your foundations we, and we kind of mentioned this before we came on as well Mick. it was like that ability to speak your truth and be very very much like have have conviction in what you're saying and especially if that's what you believe and they're your values being able to do that is a superpower and we struggle at times i struggle you struggle at times people struggle at times because we're always like trying to fit in avoid conflict um but like how amazing would it be if you got to get to that place where you're 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 just you've built yourself up to the point where do you know what i don't care what people think i'm going to say how i feel because that's where my confidence is at the moment because even though it's hard in that moment because you're like, oh, well, I'm kind of an outsider here. They don't agree with me. And this, the confidence it gives you to, uh, the phrase I'm going to use is trust yourself. Trust yourself to, to back yourself. Trust yourself to back yourself. Because like, at the end of the day, all that matters, you have to be in your head 24 hours a day. You don't have to be yeah. in everyone else's company 24 hours a day. So the only, only opinion of you that matters is yourself. And that sounds cringe maybe for many, but it's the truth. So like, building yourself up and that, that's why we're doing all this stuff it's not to fucking just lose body fat it's not to just to like feel a little bit better in our clothes it's to build ourselves up to be who we want to be and live the life we want to live and it's not easy and there's ups and downs and i could be talking to you tomorrow and i could be in a different headspace altogether but at the end of the day that's what we're trying to push towards and i guess for me that's my that's my ultimate aim yeah 100 megan there's, there's a lot of things there that we said. I don't even know what direction to go. But one massive thing you said about the values there. And I think that's one thing that's changed through that the more I lean into it, I'm like, even over the weekend there, I was like, as much as it was good crack, I was like, there's a lot of stuff that was going on. I was like, like say even like excessive drinking or just even sitting in bars the whole time. It was great crack. But it wouldn't be something that I really value. Old me, yes, I would have loved that. I would have done it for a week, no bother. Whereas old me, or now me, I was like, I was like, fuck, I'd love to get up a mountain here. I'd love to do a hike when I'm down here. Do you know what I mean? But I think it's like, obviously short doses of the, that small disconnect. But I come away from that saying like, right, I need to get up the mountains here at the weekend or I need to get outside and do some sort of activity. And not because this is a fucking health and fitness podcast, but literally because that's something I value, do you know? And I feel like then... I even found myself falling into that trap of, you know, playing up to like, oh yeah, let's go get steaming drunk. And even though I don't value that, it's against so many things that like, again, not because I'm a, a online personal trainer or nutritionist, it's it's literally because I don't enjoy that anymore. Do you know what I mean? But old me would have been telling myself, yeah, yeah I enjoy all this because it's what everyone else is doing. 
And I know people even on this tag said to me, they're like, yeah, I fucking hate drinking, but you just have to get on with it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which I think is absolutely mental because I was in Spain the week before and I was like, as talent people, I was like, yeah, I'm going with Brother Stag and yeah, I'll just be like drinking the whole day. And they're like, like, well, he's not doing anything else. Like, no, probably not. And to be fair, we did do something else, but it was just the culture. Do you know what I mean? Like the Spaniards just couldn't get over this. They were like, well, fuck, like I thought it was us, we'd have maybe four or five beers, but they'd still be out there like five or six in the morning having great crack. It's just, again, I don't know where it comes from. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Like, I know that's often another talent. No, but... no, no, not, not at all. I, I actually, I think this actually fits in extremely well with what we just talked about. And like, if, if we actually peel it back. So I'm going to throw actually a couple of questions at you, Mick. What do you feel? Because like you said, them nights out, even though you said you don't value, so you don't value some aspects of it. Okay. But it's important. Yes. It's not, that I don't value the nights out. Yes. Yes. And yes, that's the yeah. big thing. Exactly. So like, I'm going to ask you these questions. Cause like, I suppose for us, we, we, we want to, we want to, not be that black and white like you know oh don't go drinking that's not what you should do or don't go out 100 yeah yeah so it's so totally that's different a point. So the question I'm gonna, the question i'm gonna throw at you is like what are the great things that you got out of the weekend like what are the things that align with your value from the the weekend that you just had sitting in a bar with people like what, what, what are the things you got out of it? for me it was a sense of socializing and connection i love that they're just even laughing having the the crack and joking and i realized that I don't need drink to have that. So, but I wasn't big enough in character to say I'm not drinking. So mm. that's literally where, and that's maybe me throwing that out there because the more I've actually said this to my sister, um, that I'm like, I actually wouldn't mind trialing going off the drink for like an extended period of time. And, you know, actually, because I realize that I value the socializing, like the whole stag was brilliant, but I don't value like excessively drinking and then all the drawbacks that come with it that i don't value so that is just to clear that up it's not about the going out i'm all about that For but sure. it's excessive drinking exactly and that, like in a nutshell that's exactly why everyone else wants it as well and like i guess the, the big the, like you said the big kind of hit on our values is not so much the drinking or the, the night out itself it's it's how it impacts the other bigger values in our life for example how you're feeling on the Sunday, how you like wasting time where you can be productive. Um, how will you feel actually talking to your clients on a Monday morning when you want to be, you want to be inspiring and energetic, but you're low and you're, you know, you're not feeling it. Like that's how it affects our values to extreme measures. And for other people, if you think about like alcohol and stuff like that, you, you might want to think about like how, okay, how is it actually affecting your other bigger values? So for example, like a big one for people with family, it's like, okay, is your hangover on a Sunday affecting your family? Is your mood on a Sunday like affecting your family? Um, it might be their health and fitness. Like, oh, is your is the alcohol, excess alcohol, is it affecting your how you're looking in your body, how you're feeling about yourself, your confidence in yourself? So they're the higher values. And like, to come back to what you said there about the connection and socializing, I've thought a lot about this because I've thought about the alcohol side of things well and how I can do that. And I agree with you. I'm the same. I don't... I don't feel excited for a night out when I'm not going drinking. I don't feel excited. In yeah. fact, I feel I feel anxious. Like in in that environment, yeah. I, I I feel anxious. And like I, I, I often, do see him. Yeah, yeah. I, I often ask this question, make of, of people in terms of like um why people drink, why people take drugs, and like because you know there's always this like negative connotation of like oh you're a bad person if you're drinking, you're taking drugs and all this. And like I always I always ask the question, okay, but like you you can judge someone, but you you always got to peel back and ask, okay, why are they doing it? And a lot of the times it's actually for yeah, yeah. 
it's for that release from from maybe like anxiety it's from there we talk like we just said a statement there about like speak your truth speak your beliefs when is the one time <laughs> when is the one time people are very very much like speaking their truth and very very have incredible conviction it's when they're drinking yeah it's when they're drinking uh-huh. that's when the truth comes out that's no but that's such a great out. point and that, that is such a good point, Mike. And if you think about it, like literally what I just talked about right before you came into that and you didn't even like, I suppose, see the connection, but it was, it's there, isn't it? Like, you know, because I was saying I want to get to the point where I can have a deep conversation like we're having here. Um, I, I want to I be in a place where I can, I can talk about like all my beliefs and be strong, willed and convicted in what I'm saying. And like, that's when, when it happens the most is when we're drinking and it takes away the edge, it takes away the anxiety because the thought of going out now in a big crowd's, like obviously there's this anxiety around around everything because the whole the whole environment is kind of set up to make you feel self-conscious um and it's probably the most extreme i suppose if i was to say to someone right how can we test your confidence levels how can we test how far you've come in terms of your belief in yourself your trust in yourself i'd say right walk into a bar sober have a great night talking to people be authentic be yourself and you know enjoy the night that's that would be the gold standard i would say yeah, Why, what are your I think that's nah 100% because I agree because I've been on both sides of it in terms of done loads of nights out sober and um, drinking and and also other substances and the thing that I realise is like it's confidence in a bottle it's literally confidence in a bottle yeah. but if anything then I like I, I remember in the summer there I went to a couple of weddings sober and I had a better time sober than I did drinking <laughs> And it was, I was like, why the fuck do I not do this more? And well, one thing that I realized is like, I was up dancing and all, and you know, I was like, they're right to the end. And some people said to me, they're like, you're not fucking uh, driving home. And I was like, yeah, I am. And they're like, what the fuck? You can't be driving home. And they thought I was drinking because I was up dancing and all. <laughs> but these people were sitting there like, yeah, I'm not going to the dance floor until I have a load of shots in me. And, you know, they needed that confidence. And that, that's not me shitting on people that, you know, Everyone's at different levels, but I'm just like, that's so unhealthy that, you know, we don't actually openly speak about this or even just like, there's me. It took me 30 years to realize, or like, holy fuck, I don't actually need to drink to have a good time. Yes, it's it helps in some aspects, but like, as I said there at the weekend, I probably could have not drunk and still has had a good enough time, if not better, because I wouldn't have had the side effects of dying till fucking wednesday do you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely like like even last weekend's a perfect example of this and like you're so right and it's it, it is a shame that we don't talk about this enough it is a shame that it, it's taken us so long to actually like realize this and some people may never realize this and we may never get on top of this either who knows but like just going back to yeah. last week so on friday night i went out with a couple of friends and my girlfriend and we went for a few points so we had maybe three four points and we had a great conversation. We were home for maybe 11, half 11. And no after effects. Had a great night. Connection was there. Confidence was there. Whatever. I know it's a smaller group. Fair enough. But so went home. And no ill effects. Saturday, we played a, played a, played a match. Um, I missed the penalty. You might have seen that on, 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 on things. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that didn't help. Anyway. But anyway, uh, you... we, lost, we lost on penalty shootout. Um, ah, but... Mike, for God's sake. Know, you left that out of the intro. I know. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> and even, even worse, even worse. I missed, I missed, a, I missed a great chance to to get the winner before extra time. So, yeah, it wasn't the best, wasn't the best cameo. Um, 
but <laughs> just going back to Friday, so I was feeling great on Saturday and no ill effects. Um, you know, like was was in good spirits, didn't eat anything that I should wouldn't normally eaten. I slept well. Um, so yeah, look, there was no ill effects. But then Saturday night after the match, we went out and then it, it escalated and it was like it just went into extreme levels of drinking. And then the Sunday was like a totally different person. So there is there is a balance to be had there, I guess. And like for me, I always think to myself, okay, I don't I don't ever feel like it's going to be a case of just. Uh, go from 100 to zero and just cut out all drink and like for example there's a night out tonight i've started my diet and i don't i don't want to really like i don't really want to go out because i just feel like the negatives outweigh the positives like because there's it's it's a first meetup for the like the ga team over here and there's going to be 50 60 plus people um but i don't want i don't want to drink so it's like yeah you can go i could go out but i just feel like just and all the temptations now and everything it's going to be it's just it's it's going to be better just to avoid it tonight because i don't i don't see the yeah. positive side and maybe i'm telling myself stories maybe it would be the best no nah, but life. i do you know but i get that and do you know what it is too it'll be also like i can only say from my experience not drinking um because i actually had to go off the drink for six months because of a stomach issue and the most annoying part was like people asking why are you not drinking why are you not drinking and you're just like it doesn't affect your night <laughs> you could go and have a good night I, it just baffled me how so many other people were so uh, worried about you not drinking it's just like it, that was the most frustrating part if I'm being honest so like I can understand that yeah I know it, it is hard and sometimes you can you can say oh you go for the, the zero alcohol and I'm just like I don't want to go for zero alcohol it's like I don't want to I don't want to be like drinking calories that drink I don't even like just to fucking appease other people. And, it tastes like that. shit. It tastes like shit. Like there's calories in it. Uh, it doesn't give you any buzz, and it's like, yeah. I just, and, and it's expensive. And there's like, so the only yeah. pro, the only pro, if you think, if you actually think about it logically, the only pro, and again, I'm not bashing people that do it. So if you get by and it helps you, absolutely, hundred percent, it'll get. It could be like even a stepping stone. But for me, the only pro to doing yeah. it will be people won't be asking me, "Are you drinking or not?" And it'll just 100%. take the, the edge off that. And like, I could say, well, that's actually, that's a positive thing because that means I'll, I'll be more likely to go and maybe enjoy it. But I'm just like, I just don't, I, I don't want to be that part. I, I want to be stronger than that. And I want to be like saying, you know what? No, I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to drink to, to enjoy this. Um, but obviously there is an annoyance that comes with doing that drinking thing as well. So I suppose just, just to sum up, like w- with it, I, d- I just feel like I would... If, if, if it was a case that I hadn't been out for, for months and I hadn't met many people and I, socially I wasn't feeling connected around, then I'd say to myself, you know, get out of your comfort zone now, cop on, go, you're only making up excuses because you want to go. But I feel like I've already met a lot of the people that are there going to be there. I have been yeah. out too much recently. I've been connecting too much recently. And I actually feel like I need just a week, a quiet week, especially after after the way after the way this week has gone for me with the start of the diet and last week how how it was negative when I came back, you know, like starting this week. So I just like to put a seven days in the books and that's, that's a choice I want to make and prioritize this week. But who's to say next week or in a couple of weeks time, I, I kind of said to myself, Paddy's day, you know what? I'll, I'll, I might go out Paddy's day and might have a, have a session. Um, ah, yeah, you need to be go yeah. out and treat yourself a few, a few pints, but the, the jump into what you're saying there, like we spoke about that even offline or before we started recording and, Oh, I completely lost my train of thought here. Well, <laughs> I was going to say about... Oh, it's completely gone. <laughs> we, we talked a lot about stuff before we came on, so... <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be easy come... for me to guess this, I'd say. 
no, it'll come back to me, but it'll come back for another podcast as well. So we'll not yeah. worry about that. <laughs> it, might be, it might be good anyway to wrap it up here. We're coming up in 40 minutes. I think we, we rambled on more than we usually do. Uh, it was a good one. I feel like yeah. it, it'll, it'll resonate with a lot of people because I know we didn't give any specific takeaways as such, but hopefully it'll just open people's eyes to certain things that they may be doing and bring their awareness to it. Um, because, yeah, it's probably it's probably the hardest thing for us. Because we, we And just, just, just to kind of summarize it, the, the reason it's so hard is because we need connection. We want connection. We want to, you know, be authentic and feel comfortable and feel confident. But then you have the negative side of alcohol and how it actually affects you in other ways and how it's it's basically just it's just basically suppressing all the feelings you're having and making you feel confident in a moment. Um, but it's not actually it's not actually real. You know, it's 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 a synthetic uh, form of, of it almost. So yeah, look, it is what it is. We all struggle a small bit with it, but hopefully it'll help people to bring their awareness to it. Yeah, big time, Mike. And I suppose just to finish up on that, like that's not us bashing alcohol. Like I feel like the two of us are walking examples that you can have it and, you know, still be prioritizing your health. And it's maybe just if you find yourself going to the extreme and your relationship with alcohol, which is maybe something that I feel I could improve on. But I know some of my friends have a great relationship with alcohol and they know when to call the day. And, you know, and again, it's not as if the two of us are frigging functional alcoholics or anything. That's the other <laughs> end of the spectrum. But it's just, a, it's nearly ingrained in our culture that everything, no matter what social event it is, oh yeah, bag of gans. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just so ingrained. But can I just finish off with one thing that, that actually might be a nice takeaway for people as well? And it's the whole thing of like, I, I kind of mentioned this to you before about the environment. So sometimes it, it, it's just thinking about the environment you're putting yourself in when you're trying to achieve something. So if you're trying to be a person who's trying to cut down alcohol a bit or trying to be a person who's trying to maybe be a bit healthier, don't put yourself in an environment where it's extremely hard to do that. So the example of last week on a Friday night, with, I went out with four people to a, like a, a more relaxed environment, a more relaxed bar close to us. That was a lot easier for me to, to stay in control. And the people that were, I was with were never going to go mad. They were going to go home as well. So so put yourself in an environment. Compare that to the night after. I went out with a bunch of lads after a soccer game who were mad for road. And it would have just been harder for me. It would have been harder for me to kind of to say no to things. And like, just if you're wanting to prioritize something, think about the environment you're putting yourself in and try your best to alter that to, to help you as opposed to trying to always rely on your on your willpower. Yeah, I think that's a great way to finish up, Mike. So, look, folks, thanks a million for listening in. I really hope you've got something from that there. There was a lot of tangents, some mini rants in between it all. And that's just us, as, you, as Mike said, just speaking what's top of mind for us. So hopefully something resonated. If it did, make sure to give it a share among friends or family. And even if you want to give it a share on your story or just hit the follow button as well. So thanks for tuning in and we will catch you on the next episode.